Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing out there today? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the side, John. I'm your host, Dennis Holmes. I am here with my co-host, the Chocolate Girl. What's going on, Chocolate Girl? Guy. I don't know how I had myself muted. So good morning. Good morning, Dennis Holmes. How you doing right. today? I'm feeling pretty good. Everything's going by pretty much well. Um, how's everything with you today? Everything's pretty good. It's been an up and down kind of week. So I was looking forward to the day. We can get together and kind of let our hair down a little bit on the side, John. That's what we do. <laughs> I wish I had my fake hair, you know. Maybe I need to get me some some tracks. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, shout out to BJ Samuels for just hitting us with the Sam Sports exclusive. The Jaguars are trading QB Gardner Minshew to the Eagles for a conditional six-round pick, six-round draft pick. So shout out to Sam Sports for pick. that. Wow, that must be a um, break of news. Yeah, well, he uh, he always got the latest. Mm. He always got the latest. If you need the latest and greatest in news, make sure y'all hit up Sam Sports. He always got it. Um, But, yeah, I, I just want to uh, – I guess since we're starting off with football, we might as well go all the way into it with the preseason. You know, how did how did you feel so far about the preseason? I got mixed emotions uh, about my Steelers. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Steelers fan. No other team like the Steelers. Love my Steelers. Believe in my Steelers. Shout out to my sister, Sheila Mullen, who's also a big Steelers fan, and Ramona Dye, and several, uh, Brian and Mejuru, and Mejuru, and right. several other people that I know, Brian Roberts and so forth. We love our Steelers, and we have a lot of hope and a lot of um confidence in our in our players this in our team this year and last night they played the Panthers and they didn't look as good they didn't look as sharp of course this is preseason they've run different different schemes and they also run different lineups so part of preseason is a test and what they what I know what they're doing is they're putting certain lines lineups in taking other players out, putting other ones in just to see what works best. Well, whatever they tried on defense yesterday did not work best. It's like I found a lot of issues with the defense more so than the offense, in, in my opinion. And um, I just um, was not excited about that. Um, I watched some. I watched uh, several other games, and other. I've seen some teams look pretty good. I'm wondering about those Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be better than I expected them to be. The Rams as well. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about any of the other teams. Oh, except the the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots are going to be better, like I thought. I don't think it's going to be a runaway for the Bills to win their division. I think people are sleeping on them. And um, I think people are, oh, let me also correct my NFC South. 
prediction was that the Falcons would be better than expected, and I'm not sure they didn't look good. I have they have not looked good in this preseason. So sure. I may have to back off the Falcons a little bit, but let's just see what happens the first three weeks. I usually go to the first three games of the season. And I try to, and I pick an odd number. So there's a majority win versus loss number. I usually look at the first three games of the season. And yes, I do consider who their opponents are to determine um, how their season will go. Because I feel like after the third game of the season, you the coaching staff will kind of know what type of schemes and what types of lineups are working best for the team. So I'll look at those first three games after those first three weeks of the season. We can go back and revisit this, but as of right now, the Falcons are not looking good. The Eagles are not looking good. Um, nobody else is really just stunning just out here stunting to me and again it's preseason so we'll have to see we have to see yeah what most you, definitely um how do you what is you what have you gotten from preseason i'll tell you one thing that that jets offensive line is, is way better than i expected um they're gonna surprise some people this this season i'm not Who's saying the, line? the jets the Jets. The Jets. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to bring that up too. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, the Jets offensive line is better than I expected. Um, you know, a lot of people thinking that Dak Prescott is not fully healthy and he's got mm -hmm. lingering injuries. I think that Dak Prescott is gonna be pretty good this season. I don't think the injury is gonna be an issue. Um I really think it's the incompetent coaching. I don't think it's the injuries. Um I don't see that much of a spark from the Washington football team that everybody just keeps hyping up and piping up about. I don't mm -hmm. see it. Everybody else sees it. They love it. That's on them. I don't see it. Um, what was another team that I've been watching closely? What about the Packers? Uh, they're not really playing anybody. And I think Zadarius Smith has an injury. I'm not sure how injured he is. But he has an injury. Hmm. I'm just not 100% sure how, you know, how serious his injury is. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Justin Fields. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Trey Lance, uh, Zach Wilson. You know, hey, these, listen, these. Some, hey, so I saw somebody said that Trey Lance, and who was the other person you said? Trey Lance and, um, and Justin, Justin Fields are going to be Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. I saw somebody yeah. actually wrote that somewhere. I'm like, how can you say that? <laughs> With regards uh, to the preseason. I mean, really? I think it, you, you'll just be lucky if they, you know, if they end up being Donovan McNabb and Steve McNair. Yeah, you'd be lucky. Man. Well, I, I don't think they'll have any problem being Donovan McNabb. Now, Steve. Oh, here we go. McNabb, here we go. that's a different story. Here we go. We ain't going <laughs> no, in. Not, you know, I was not going to let that slip by me, please. Hey, we're not you going know, in. After all, I am the chocolate not girl. I'm not letting that slip slip by. We are not going in. I'm not, I'm no, not I'm going to do it. 
I mean, I could see them being, I could see them being, uh, what are those, um, what are the guys, the two brothers that was in the league, one played for Seattle for a long time. Oh, Matt Hasselbeck. And, uh, yeah, I could see them being Hasselbecks. <laughs> I could see them being some Hasselbecks, maybe. But I don't see them being, I, I just, you know I mean? They, you, got, they got a lot of potential, but I'm just not ready to go ahead and put them on a mountaintop. That's what you know, I'm saying. They'll yeah. definitely they they have the skills and the ability to definitely pass the Hasselbacks. But I'm not putting them on the Mount Rushmore or the top five or top ten even right now. It's right. it's kind of like what people were doing with Mahomes. So after Mahomes' first season, everybody said, "Oh, he's a he's the best in the game. He's a goat." I'm like, "What?" And these were these were TV sports analysts as well saying this and I'm I'm like you you gotta be out of your mind the first season that he was a starter and I'm like no you can't say that yet I'm still not gonna say it and I'm also not gonna say that he's definitely a Hall of Fame quarterback not gonna say it we don't know what's gonna happen to Patrick Mahomes for the rest of his career so I'm not gonna say that I think it's irresponsible for people to say that at this at this juncture, as people as people say, at this juncture. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, now, Have you watched any of the Cowboys games? Yeah, I watched all the Cowboys games. I, what, all the Cowboys, about them? all the Giants, and all the Washington football team. I got to stay oh, up right. on my division, greatest division, division in NFL. Greatest oh, okay. division in NFL. Mm, yeah. Whatever. A lot of people, you know, there's a lot of haters out there. I, I let them know we're the greatest division. You, in NFL. I will give you this. The NFC East is the most successful division in the NFL because all four teams have won Super Bowls. That's great. But the greatest? No. You know, I'm a word uh, person. No. Y'all not the greatest division. Not only have all four that. teams, not only have all four teams won Super Bowls, but we have the most Super Bowls out of any division in the NFL. I agree. You're still not the greatest division. We're the greatest. No. Sorry, I know it's a no. hard pill to swallow. Don't worry about it. It's not a pill at all. You're the best. You're the most successful division in the NFL. I will give you that. I'm giving you the flowers. Take the flowers, Dennis. Take the bouquet. Take it. Uh-huh. We're, we're but you're greatest. not the greatest because we all know the greatest division in the NFL is the AFC North. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. With the Browns and the Bengals in your division? Yep, still the greatest division. I'm talking division. Uh, yes, that means all four teams. Yes. Anytime, anytime you've got the Steelers in a division, that's what makes them the greatest division. No, I think the Steelers is one of the greatest organizations. Uh, I'll, I'll greatest organization? Yeah, one of in, the greatest in organizations the NFL. in the NFL. Yes, I, I 100% the, agree with that. It is the, the, T-H-E-E, with emphasis, greatest organization in the NFL. I agree with that. And I'm giving we you your can make up for that. We can make up for the, the atrociousness of the other three teams just by our greatness alone. No, we carry no. that division. Yes, we can, and yes, we do. I had I had a Patriots fan tell me that the other day. He's gonna say the AFC East is the greatest division in the NFL. 
And I'm just Never. I'm looking at him like how? Never, ever. He's gonna say just just the fact that the that the uh the, the Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl four times in a row. Yeah, but they lost. Never. <laughs> Never. And they lost the <laughs> NFC East teams. Let's not forget that. <laughs> not only did you lose, you lost the NFC East teams. Yeah, well, I tell you what, Dennis. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk this all day long. I don't care. I know my team is the is the greatest and our division is the greatest, but but I will hand it to the NFC East. It's the most successful division in the history of the NFL. And you all should be respected and applauded for that. Thank you. Now win but, something. Now win something. Win. I'm talking specifically to your Eagles. Cause see, you y'all y'all Eagles disappointed me last season because uh, I had y'all winning the division. Y'all let me down. Hurt my heart. I'm not gonna say what I want to say, but I'm gonna leave it alone. I wanted y'all to win a division. I wanted y'all to come out for NFC and I wanted to be a Steelers Eagles Super Bowl. That's what I wanted. Yeah, we got robbed of that twice already. So yeah, well. I'm dream. That's my dream. That would be my dream Super Bowl. Eagles and Steelers. That's a sad dream for you. Why? Why is that sad? Because we're gonna beat the crap out of you. Oh please. No, y'all wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, dear. Mm -mm. In your dream. Everyone knows we the best, we're the best team in the whole state of Pennsylvania. Everyone knows that. Y'all are. Y'all are. We are. Not going to Y'all are. We are. But we still so, going to beat the crap out of y'all. This is personal. No, you won't. Mm -mm. Can't personal. do it. Can't do it. It's not like we Washington. So, no. Not going to happen. Any, any other team stick? Oh, have you watched your precious Titans? Yeah, I watched them. Defense looking, admit, defense looking better. Them. Who? The defense? Defense looking way better than it was. Mm. Well, I have to admit, I have not watched the Titans. I can't stand them. I'm not I'm not going to be watching them. That's cool. But I'm going to tell y'all, let me tell you what I am going to be watching in the upcoming season. I What's will that? be watching the, the, the Titans and the Arizona Cardinals. That's what I will be watching. And the reason I'm going to be watching the Titans, who who did the Titans sign in the offseason? Julio Jones, they traded for him. Right. I'm going to be watching them because everybody thinks that Julio Jones is just so outstanding. He's going to smack on his face like he does every season for the past three seasons. I'm just going to watch. I'm just going to watch. I'm not going to talk smack about it. I'm just going to let it happen. I'm just going to be sitting here like this. You might hear me singing a lot. Singing you might what? hear me singing my Julio song. Oh, Lord, please don't. Please don't. Please do not sing the Julio song. Uh, it only gets sung if he do good. So if he well, don't do good, I can't sing a I, Julio song. I think that I will. I have never heard your Julio song, and I don't think I ever will. Okay. That's well, the case. well, speaking speaking of songs, right? Um, <laughs> there's a former quarterback that used to quarterback the New England Patriots, uh, -huh. uh, and he had a take on Cam Newton. He said that rap music is hurting Cam Newton's. 
career. I think that's what he said. I, I, I don't no, want to be wrong. He said it's, it's causing a distraction for Cam Newton. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I just want to tell that backup quarterback, whoever he is, he needs to go suck a fat baby's balls. Okay, that's what I exactly what I'm going to tell him. Um, if if I, obviously he hasn't been paying attention to Cam Newton. When music is involved in Cam Newton's career, Cam Newton has a good season. Not just good, he's won the MVP. When when the Migos came out with the dabbing song and he went dabbing on everybody, that was his MVP season. That's right. You know, I, I think if Cam Newton is doing something that has to do with music, you sit back and you appreciate it. That means he's in a good space. Some it's people something some to be appreci- it's something to be appreciated. Right. Let's do and let's look at who we're talking about now. Scott Zolak, who only played seven seasons in the NFL. Okay, for the NFL, seven seasons, that's a, that's a pretty average time, seven years back then, from 92 to 99. Uh, you know how many touchdowns he had in his career? Probably 40. Eight. 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 Well, he got the nerve to even have a comment. A comment. Now, I'm one of those people that think you should be able to share your opinion, right? No matter how great or how terrible your career was, you should be able to share your opinion. But what I want to know is did he have any music hyping him up in those seven years? Was he ever the starter? He only started seven games his whole career. So that tells me he was primarily a backup and sometimes even a backup to the backup. Wait a minute, he only started seven games and got eight touchdowns? And got eight touchdowns in seven games. Yet, what you say his name is Scott to his give his, his opinion is, on what's distracting Cam Newton in 2021. His name is Scott Zolak. Scott Zolak. Scott Zolak, sit your white ass down. <laughs> former, former quarterback with the New England Patriots. Terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seven games. He had a 50% completion percentage. Terrible. So here's what I'm, here's also something I'm going to say about the statement. How does he know that that Cam isn't listening to gospel music? You don't know what he's listening to. He he actually does listen to gospel music. I know he does. He he plays it on his IG. I've heard it. But what I'm saying is Cam has headphones on. How does he know what Cam's listening to if he's got headphones on? Well, during well during practice, they actually do play uh, music and Cam be dancing yeah. to it. They That's during practice. They all play the music. It's not just Cam. All right. It's not they're playing. Not, they're not playing Cam's playlist. He's not the only person that brings music with them to the practice. I see white players 
non-black players with headphones on too. So please tell me, where does he get this correlation to rap music and distraction from? To me, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a racist light statement. That's what it is. Yeah. It is. Because, is, you know, why don't, we, why don't we try this scenario? Why, what, what difference do you think it would make if he, had, if he was playing hard rock or country on, in, his, in his headphones? Because he, he could have been listening to Tim McGraw. Could have been listening, yeah. Country music is some of the saddest music on the planet, though, Dennis. Oh, listen, they got bars too. Child. Yeah, but sad. <laughs> sad. Telling, it brings you down. Some stories. They be telling some, that country some... music brings you down. Gospel mostly gets you hyped, but even some gospel music make you want to cry. If I want to listen to some good music to get hyped to i'm gonna put on some good music to get hyped to not no country or gospel for me for me it's more likely going to be hip-hop and if it's going to be gospel it's got to be some upbeat gospel music but my point is that was kind of racist like to me and i feel like there was a racist shot at a black quarterback that's what it yeah. was did he comment about what mac jones listening to no no and now that you and say how that, how is he distracted? This I don't know. If, have we ever heard? And now that you say that, have we ever heard anything from Scott Zolak before Not Cam me. got there? No. Damn, no. See. And he, I mean, he's a sports. Now he's a sports uh, commentator or whatever. Now I don't even know where he does that at. I've never seen him. I forgot he even played for the team. That's Scott, why I said he uh, probably was the backup to the backup. He just Scott, needs to shut Scott, up. You, turn, you turning into a Kevin, Scott. You don't. You, you know. What I'm, saying. Not, I'm, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what you talking about? Anyway, I I didn't like that when I saw that. So let me read some of these comments. Hold up now. Now open your eyes. Now I can't see your eyes, Dennis. You are You gonna make me go to sleep? You're looking, looking too relaxed. You're going to make me go to sleep. I'm chilling. Um, so uh, Maurice Samuel said, Maurice Samuel, shout out to Donovan, said Minshew Mania in Philly, Dennis Holmes, you're going to grow a, must, a mustache. And he said, Dennis, you might as well turn off your camera. You in the dark wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Benny Williams said Cowboys all day. Jay Will said, Maurice, you talking a lot of shiggity early this morning. <laughs> Marie said that's only because that's only Dennis because those teams have been around forever. I don't know what team he's talking about. And um uh, Jay, Will said, Jay Will said go find a video with a person that actually has legs. I don't know what that means either. And uh Jay Will, oh, I know what you're talking about. That actually has legs. I know what you're talking about. You know that video that he shared with the pole dancer? Have you seen that on Jay Will's uh Oh no, nah, you know Jay Will. Jay Man. Will got a post, and you got a page in all his saying. posts too. Oh my gosh. Josh said, Joshua Bailey, shout out to Josh Bailey, said the Packers will smack the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Whatever. You got to get there first, partner. You got to get there first. Ain't been there in a lot of years. <laughs> so anyway, um, Joshua said, can go can't Cam going tomorrow be on the bench listening to music? No, he's not. Did, did, okay, 
did New England announce that Mac Jones is a starter? Have I heard that anywhere? I don't think I heard that. Okay. Maurice said, Maurice Samuel said it's just a stupid comment. I guess he's talking about this Scott dude who don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Scott Mr. Mr. Seven, Mr. Eight touchdowns in seven games needs to just shut the hell right on up. That's what I say. That's what I say. I mean, that's a, that's a good thought. I don't understand. Um, and until Maurice, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not growing no. Uh, <laughs> not growing no mustache. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> not what I'm doing. I believe in my son. So now you you wanted to rank the sport. You wanted to rank all sports from uh, best to worst, right? Well, yeah. You know, I was just sitting around thinking about how much I love sports. And I and I love most sports. I just do. And I don't just watch football and basketball. I watch all kinds of sports. And so I just started thinking about the type all the types of sports I could think about. Now, if you look at the list that I gave you, I didn't include any auto racing on there because I just don't think auto racing is, is a sport. But you know, we can somebody can Why? Because they, they all they do is make because all they do is make four lefts. They just go in a circle and it's and they're driving a car. Driving a car to me is not a sport. It's not. It, I'm not saying it doesn't take a lot of stamina and concentration and you know exertion and mental capacity and all that. It does because to drive that fast, ask my sister. She drive like she auto racing just through town. Ask her, she'll tell you. You got to really know what you're doing to drive fast like that. But I just auto racing. Mm, I'm just not. I don't really care about auto racing and whether or not it fits the definition of a sport. I guess that's, you know, I guess it depends on how you look at sport competition, but anyway, so I didn't include that. So you want me to give a list to the, to the uh, listeners? Uh, no, I think I'll just tell people exactly how I feel. Cause to me, number one is, is football. Mm-hmm. And then number two to me is basketball. Now at the basketball, I watch baseball. Um, after the baseball, that's when it gets tricky. Because after that, I think I'll probably watch boxing, and then I'll go to swimming, then golf, then tennis, then bowling, then soccer. Uh, Golf ice over skating. soccer? I'm surprised. Mm. Horseback riding, table tennis, volleyball, <laughs> and then wrestling. Oh my! You put wrestling at the bottom? Yeah, because we talking about wrestling as a sport, not WWE. Right. Yeah. See, that's two different things. We're talking about the Olympic gold medalist wrestling. Yeah. It's funny looking, isn't it? They're all up all, all over I, each other. I, I understand it. I understand it, but it's just not something I like. No, I don't like it. All that. Yeah, I can't picture all that flapping skin and smacking. Ugh. Table tennis, I would rather play than watch. Bowling, I would rather play 
and watch. You know, a lot of people don't understand how much skill is needed to play table tennis. We we grew up with a table tennis with a ping pong ball. So I call it ping pong, a ping pong table, right in our in our garage, and we would pull yeah, that ping, tong, ping pong table out, and we would play ping pong. But man, it wasn't like like you see on it wasn't like like you see on real competition. We we were never like that, but. Oh. I used to love it. I didn't put badminton on the list. I just didn't put it on there. I guess because I forgot about it. But anyway, so that's your list. So what makes football number one for you besides you played it? Uh, football was my first love. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with football love before. With I fell in love with football before I even um watched it on TV. That's, that was the crazy thing about it. You know, just mm-hmm. playing in the street, I fell in love with football. You know, I had a bunch of older cousins, so like you know, I always wanted to play and be better than them. Uh, one of the first things you learn how to do in football is you know you learn how to catch. You know, that's one of the first. So I I, I felt as though I had the best hands in the neighborhood. That's what I felt. Now I know I ain't had the best hands in the neighborhood. At that now time, you know. Now you yeah, know. Now, thinking, looking know. back. Yeah, looking back, I know. I, <laughs> It, it was a couple guys in my neighborhood that I mean, like that had hands, like like Chris Carter and Odell Beckham. They mm-hmm. had hands, but I ain't dropped no passes. But that was the difference. <laughs> like I ain't had hands like them, but I ain't dropped no passes. So. All right, all right. And then so once I, I finally you. seen it on TV, mm-hmm. that's when I, you know, I, I really it, it really just started registering. Like this is what I want to do. This is this is fun. Well, you know, we used to we used to play football in the street, kickball in the street. We played in the street. You know, playing in the street was a thing growing up, you know, in my era. Right. There wasn't a park near our house that was close enough to our house. So we played right there in the street. And it it migrated from kickball to football. And so I remember being a little girl watching my sister playing with other girls and boys playing football in the street and we loved it we love football and uh but you know i was smaller than i was you know a little girl i'm four years younger than her so i was a little girl so a lot of times i couldn't play because they were too big and i you know would have got roughed up and pushed around you know sheila wasn't having that she wouldn't have nobody pushing around her sister so she would tell me no you gotta sit on the sideline but we were, you know, watching football in the street, loved it. And then my father loved football. So that's how we fell in love with football. But I have to say right now, football is not my my favorite. It's, it's basketball, mainly NBA basketball too. But it's basketball for me. Basketball is number one and football would be two. And after that, I would have to say it probably be swimming. I love watching swim meets. So that would be next. Swimming, then baseball, then tennis, then golf. Probably after that, you could take all wow, the rest I'm sur- of them. I'm surprised. I'm surprised tennis is higher than golf for you. Well, only by one. They're really, they're really a tie because I love, I love golf. You, you just have no idea how much I love golf. I love That's playing what I was it. Thinking. And I love watching it. People get bored 
by golf. But see, golf, the beauty of golf is it allows you time. It allows you time to get up, go to the refrigerator and get you a fresh drink. It allows you time to get up and go and get you another sandwich or you gotta go to the bathroom, you can go to the bathroom and you don't miss anything. I love it. I love have it. You ever, have you ever been to a golf event? Oh yeah, we played in tournaments. So I've actually been, gone to golf events as a spectator and actually played in tourn tournaments with my sister and my father. So yeah, I love it. It's a lot of walking, but man, it's fun to me. Being able to sit, try to sit up there is you against the ball, against the course. That's really what it is. And you're not really playing against, you're looking at what the other players are doing, but it's really you. It's, it's like an internal warfare with yourself. You're at, at war with yourself fighting to get this ball in this hole. In this hole. It's, it's really, I can't explain it. And so people who are non-golfers, they don't understand it. They don't understand why it's even fun. They think it's boring as hell. They do. But when you're out there and you know the right way to swing, swing the club and you know what to look for, how to judge the terrain. Because, you you know, when, when you see when you see them putting, Dennis, and they're on the green, right? right. And you see golfers get down. They're looking at the, at the terrain. They're looking at the ground to see the how it's how it's sitting how to hit the ball so get it in the hole that's what they're looking at so it's a game of angles you think football is a game of, game of angles golf is seriously so if you did poorly in a geometry school you might struggle with golf a little bit but it's a good game i love it but the rest of the sports you could probably put all together and be equal to me the rest of them except for that um except for wrestling and boxing those are probably at the bottom of the list for me together because you know i don't i don't like fighting sports because i feel like we can see that fighting in the street i don't need to watch a competition to see see that see what i'm saying yeah but i those guys right there those those guys are technicians man the boxers man it's, and i i feel bad for them because you know all of this is done by promoters and promotion you know, the guys that promote themselves is usually the most successful boxers. And the ones that they usually don't, you know, they, they usually miss out on a big payday. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's all it's about. You, you know, every boxer wants the big payday. You know, and so they'll, they'll try to prolong a fight or wait to fight a certain person. So you don't get that, that super fight that you wanted at the time. Like right now, in, in boxing right now. Everybody wants to see Errol Spence fight uh, Terrence Crawford. That's what everybody wants to see right now in boxing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what the weight is. And 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 that's just in the 147 weight. And the heavyweight, everybody wants to see, um, or everybody wanted to see, um, um, what's his name? Deontay Wilder fight Anthony Joshua. But Tyson Fury came along and beat Deontay Wilder up and took his belt. So now people want to see Tyson Fury fight Anthony Joshua. So, you know, that that that's a little weird. They, they prolonged the fight so long. You know, the guy Anthony Joshua, he ended up losing to a guy named Andy Ruiz, 
but they made sure that he got his belt back. So uh, it's I'm, I'm gonna tell you that this boxing thing is is really you know really really tricky. You know. Well, I just I don't know. I used to watch boxing. I, I stopped watching boxing mainly after Mike Tyson retired. So after that, it just got to be just too much. It's just just too much for me. I just. It's too much. It's too much, and uh, and that promotion side. But the sweet science of boxing. If you if you could get you some guys out there that ain't really got a name, and you just watch them box, that's a good thing to watch. You know what I mean? But once they get a name to them, how how is a good thing to? They're just fighting. They're just beating each other up. Yeah, but it's the sweet science of boxing. It ain't just about they just fighting, man. See, as you talk about those angles, man. You think them angles is crazy on that golf course? Try them angles when trying to fight somebody. You you throw a hundred, sure. you throw hundred and thirty four punches and tell me how you feel the next the next three minutes. Tired as hell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Those guys, those guys train for a long time, man. A long oh, time. Now, now, as far as how athletic they are, oh sure, I, I hand it to them. I hand it to him, but I just, and I, I know what killed boxing for me. What really killed boxing for me? This is going to sound like it doesn't make any sense to people. So you can say it in the comments if you want to. But um, when MMA came out, that's what killed boxing for me. No, that and makes what sense. I mean, what I that mean by that is watching MMA and UFC and all that, is it UFC? Is that, is that the other one? It's all it's on the same, you know. Uh, and they're in the cage umbrella. and they just fighting and there's blood everywhere and they just beating on each other, just beating, beating. I'm like, I don't want to see that. And it just became, I don't want to see any fighting. Unless it's in a movie and I know it's fiction, I don't want to see it. I can see it. I can take it in a movie because I know it's not real. But watching two people just beat each other, just beat each other senseless and stuff. I just don't want it. Maybe it's maybe it's because I got you know as I gotten older. I don't know, but I just don't. I just don't want to see it. Just don't want to see it. But to me, baseball. I mean, um, basketball. It's just beautiful. Watching players on that court is beautiful to me. It's like watching ballet on on the court, and I love it. Yeah, basketball. Um. I, I want to want to say that basketball might be the most inexpensive sport to learn how to play, but to get to get to an elite level will cost you a lot. That's true. But to learn how to play, all you gotta do is go buy a basketball. There's plenty of courts out there everywhere mm. to learn how to play. Well. You live in Philly, right? Right. See, you basing that on Philly. In Philly, there's a court. There's lots of courts out there everywhere. Not everywhere. Because as much as basketball, this is a basketball town. There's not enough courts out here in Durham, North Carolina. But mm. you can find soccer fields every damn where. That's what ticks me off. There needs to be more basketball courts. This is the ACC country. ACC is a basketball conference. Where are the basketball courts at? I just don't get it. But we all know what that's about here in Durham, North Carolina. 
That's why there's more soccer fields than there are basketball fields. But we won't talk about that. We'll say that conversation for another time on side job. But anyway, I got some more comments. My sister uh -oh. said, why you, why you put my business out there like that? She's talking about when I said that she drive like she's a NASCAR racer. Sorry, Sheila, but it's the truth, you, though. Sheila. You got to own it. You got to own it, Sheila. But guess what? You, Sheila. She, she's largely responsible for the way I drive, too. So maybe I got a little bit of that. And then um, Maurice Samuel said that you, you, Dennis, fell in love with football after watching Rudy. <laughs> after watching who? Rudy, the movie Rudy. Rudy, Maybe that's why he said that because you never really watched it. I don't know. And then my sister said, yeah, we played golf as kids and attended several tournaments. More fun to play than to watch for her. And she said, you know, you have to know geometry, which is her worst subject. Well, see, now you putting your own business out there. She like, I didn't say that was your worst subject. See, see, you doing that yourself. See, I didn't even say that. And then Maurice agreed with you. It's too much politics in boxing. You agree with that, Dennis? Too much politics I definitely agree with boxing? that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too much politics in boxing. Well, to me, it's, no it's, a, it's a lack of respect for the players, for the, for the fighters in boxing. Right. It's it all is. about the promoters. So I agree with you in that lack of respect. I feel that way also for football. There's a lack of respect for the football players, especially the running back. I just feel like uh, there needs to be more respect for the running back in football. And until it is, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be very unhappy with the NFL for that. Cause I feel well, like well, that's primarily for the NFL. I don't find that in college, but in the NFL, lack of respect for the running back. Well, speaking of respect, there's a lack of respect in relationships. You don't say. Because I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it to myself. You know, do people respect relationships anymore? Well, what made you think about that? Well, I was a lot of, from? a lot of people I'd have bumped into, and I. That are that, that have side joints, okay, and uh, they're out there, you know, cheating on their spouses and stuff like that. And the whole time I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, do you even respect your relationship at all? You know. Then I start thinking about how many people do I know that are, uh, you know, you know, young, a young married couple, you know, that's that's actually doing good. I don't know too many. Really. Yeah, I don't know too many. There's a lot of there's not just a lot of disrespect going on in these relationships. Do you find it like just the men or just the women or both? No, nah, it's both. It ain't it ain't just men, it's both. It's both. It, and it's surprising that it's both. You know, you, you'll turn around and you'll hear a story on on one end that, you know, a man went out and cheated and he got twin babies by another girl. Then you'll hear another situation on the other end. Those those three kids that he think is his ain't even his. They somebody else. You're like, whoa, this is oh, what's going man. on. Like, and I'll be sitting there thinking, what made y'all get in a relationship? So 
Some don't people just don't, don't, just don't need to be in relationships. I'm just, at what point is it that is like, you know, I'm not doing this no more. I want to be, you know, I'm not respecting this relationship no more. Or maybe they never respected it from the beginning. That's that's some of the things that I just sit there and I think about. Well, do you see a difference now in the in the respect levels now as you did, let's say, 15, 20 years ago? You think it's different? Let me see, 15, 20 years ago. No, I, I think it's I think it's pretty much the same. I don't, I don't think it's no difference. I can say 15, 20 years ago, these people, you know, they tried to make marriages work. I can see that as different. You don't think people trying now as much? Nah, people, people, uh, once it starts, once the road gets tough, people, you know, they jump out. They don't want nothing to do with the marriage. Well, you've been married, right? Yeah, I've been married. Yeah, see, I've never been, I've never been married, but I've been in some really, 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 I've been engaged four times, so. Wow. But I, but I haven't been married. But um, yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I really don't. I've never understood people, you know, doing the cheating thing. That's just not my thing. <clears throat> I've always been the type of person if I'm not satisfied I will let you know and if I find that it's just me I'm the only one that's trying to make it work but you aren't then I'm, right. I'm out I'm All out right, I'm not going to cheat too. on you and I'm very um, my way of thinking in general in life I'm, I'm a very regimented thinker and, and behave in my behavior so I do do things in certain order like I do things a step at a time that's just how I lead my life and so even in relationships I will work at it and I will do things you know step by step but if you're not meeting me halfway I'm out now I'm not saying that it's easy for me to make that decision it's heartbreaking. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to go through my little relationship, breakup, depression, or whatever. It's going to hurt, but I love me, and I want to be happy. I definitely want to be happy with the person I'm with, and I want them to be happy with me. I don't want them to be with me because I finagled or manipulated them into being with me. I want them to want to be with me. So, that's why I'm not into the game plan. I don't play games, but I also am not going to give more than you are to try to keep this together. I'm not going to do that. So I, I've never understood the whole cheating thing. If, 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 if you are a person that I'm no longer happy with to the point that I would even allow my brain to even venture over here to somebody else, it's time to go time to go that's how i know when it's time to go uh dennis it's time to go right. so when it's time for me to go i'm going okay 
Now, but as far I'm as the respect, gauge. though, I have to agree with you, though, as far as the respect, it does seem as if people are quicker to just give up on relationships and not really try to make it work. But how do we really know what they're doing behind closed doors? All we see is what's on social media. You know, that half of that mess isn't real. Oh, I ain't on it. No, I see this um, more so in real life. I don't really go off what I see in social media because you can't yeah. be listening social media yeah I'm, i guess i was just thinking about the recent news about dale and what's her name dale and son is it sandra dale and uh sandra sonya dale and sonya curry Steph and oh. seth curry's parents right uh, talking about they're they're separated and each one of them tell them saying that the other cheated i'm like really y'all the courage you really letting this out in the social media world really I just, yeah. I just, I was very disappointed. I didn't really look I into that at all. I, them do that. Say it again? I didn't really look into that at all. I, the way I seen it was the, you know, the kids grown. They've been together for a while. You know, some people just grow apart. That's, that's the way I looked at that. I didn't, I didn't look at it I no did, further. I did too, until I saw these reports come out that each one of them each one of them was accusing the other of cheating. And, and see, we don't even know if that's true. They neither one of them might have said anything. Somebody else could have started that rumor and just put it out there because that happens all the time too. And then what happens is later on when they try to refute it, then everybody, nobody believes them. Ah, oh, you just saying that, trying to save face or whatever. All right. So now you don't know what to believe. And that's why that's another reason why I don't go off so, with social media reports. Yeah, but I was um, those were people that I seen, and I was just, you know, I was having conversations with them, and I was like, "Why are you still in a relationship? Like you, you you're cheating. You, you don't respect it. You don't, you know, damn sure don't give a damn. Let that person go. Don't sit there and hold on to people like that, breaking their hearts. Let them go. Exactly. If they don't want you, you can't make them want you." Let them right. go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them live their life. They they want to be with somebody else. Let them be with somebody else. Trust me. Let me tell you, that's the truth. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, Dennis. You know I like examples, right? <laughs> I like examples. Dude came and talked. Dude drove up to his house with another chick. I'm standing there, in his house. What do you think I'm gonna do? Now, the typical, the typical bride will rush out, who the heck is this, and try to get all up on her. Guess what Sharon did? I asked, him three, I asked him three questions. And then I said, all right. And I left. I didn't even have a conversation with her. Right. See what I'm saying? That Because you know the rules. You it's, don't... it's over. It's over. My relationship is with him, not with her. Right. If he and stepped then, out of a relationship, what I look like going to fight a, a bride over this dude? I'm not doing that. Because you, so, you was, at the end of the day, you grew up on different rules. You, you. Uh, yeah. What happened to that rule, though? Why is it that all I see is chicks getting mad at the chick and getting mad at her, trying to sabotage her, trying to put her name out there, try to scratch her car up, try to. You know, try to do all kind of stuff to her when it's your man. 
because they grew up on different. They, 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 they messing up. They, huh? they grew up on different rules. That's why. See, you, that's you what know, I'm saying. Where the rules? Say, what, what happened to the rules? Where the rules at? People ain't listening to it. The rule is you don't where check the, the where pimp. Where the rules at? The the, the, the the rule is you don't check the pimp. You check the hoe. At the end of the day, your man was being a hoe. That's a good way of playing. That's a good way of saying it, man. I never heard that. You don't check the pimp. You check the hoe. I like that. Check the hoe. And in this case, it was him that was the hoe. Exactly. So I, I just, I checked. I said my three questions. And I said, well, all right. Went in, said something to his bomb. I said, well, he made his decision. I'm out. I'll see y'all later. Right. Went away. Did whatever I had to do to deal with it. It hurt. I cried. I got mad. I threw stuff. All kind of. I mean, you go through your things when you deal with a breakup. And I really loved him. And I didn't do anything wrong to the man. So what? But I'll be damned if I stand there and put up with it. Number one. And number two, I'm not going after her. Not going to do it. But as far as respect is concerned, respect me enough to tell me, Sharon, I don't think this is going to work. To me, it's a lack of respect to cheat on me because you want to have your cake and eat it too. Or you're a coward and you don't have the balls to come tell me this is not going to work. Most definitely, yeah. So I find cheaters to be I find cheaters to be cowards. I really do find cheaters to be cowards. Aren't they cowards, Dennis? They're cowards. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they I wouldn't say that they're cowards, but they mm-hmm. but they are um they are some disrespectful motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I say they're disrespectful and they're cowards. And I mean and, I, and I I've been and I've been a cheater. I've been a cheater. Mm-hmm before so well, i know i was doing you. some disrespectful shit that's why well, let me tell you let me tell you dennis when you were a cheater you were did not only disrespectful but you were a coward and i'm gonna tell you why i say you were you were a coward because you did not have the balls to go and tell this woman i don't care what it is she did or didn't do or how she was she could have been the most ratchet trick in the world you as a man or a woman to the women out there ought to be able to stand up and tell the other person hey this is not going to work i really don't think this is going to work it's not working i think we need to break up here's why and move the hell on it's gonna hurt the person that really loves you if they care but it's gonna hurt them worse to find out you cheated on them you're adding hurt onto it. Why? Because it's easier for you. It was easier for you to do it than to go tell this person, I don't think this is going to work. And me, I've never had a problem telling somebody that, hey, this is not working. We, I'm breaking up with you. And I mean, I'm, I'm using that terminology because this goes all the way back to like elementary school with me. I haven't had that problem. And I feel like it takes a person who is confident in themselves, sure about what they want and don't want to be able to say that. So I feel that if you if you rather just go cheat, you make the decisions because you know cheating is a decision. You don't just fall off into cheating. 
It didn't happen. You don't just trip and, oh, that's, trip and that's fall. Definitely, definitely a decision. It's a decision. You don't just trip and fall up in some stuff. You nah, don't just yeah. trip and fall. She don't I like, just I like that one right there. You don't trip you don't and fall just on, slip. His, on his junk. It just Yeah, you yeah. ain't slip, fall, and land on his thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. You that just doesn't happen. And um I'm just saying, I just feel like, you know, relationships are tricky. Josh Bailey in the comments said, marriage isn't hard, but it takes work. Relationships take work, period. Whether you're right. married or not, if you've, gotten, if you've gotten married, it's hard. It takes work. If you're in a relationship and you just haven't gotten a marriage yet, that takes work. But it also takes honesty and transparency. And a lot of people are not willing to do that because they don't want to be vulnerable. They, and they're, they're Some of them are cowards. And some of them are just afraid. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're afraid. And, and I think there's a difference between being afraid and being cowardly. Cowardly is something else. So that's that's where I'm at with it. I, I just, mm -mm. The, the it's a true lack of respect when you cheat on somebody. I, I know someone that cheated on their spouse because the spouse was um, emotionally just unavailable. Well, guess what? Guess what she told me? I'm just saying. He was emotionally unavailable when they were dating. And I just looked at her like, why the hell did you marry him then? <laughs> guess what she said? I thought he was going to change. That's bingo. Well, I don't know what it is with, with us women. Why do we always think we can change these hard-headed men? We can't change. Their mamas couldn't even do nothing with them. How are we going to do something with them? Yeah, but I think that's with some women, that's their thing. Oh, I got him to change. He used to do this, but he don't do that no more. Like, for some women, that's a thrill. Oh, let me say something about that thrill of cheat, of the cheat. Yeah, the thrill. Um, I know some, um, a couple of people who cheated. And they said that they were just addicted to the adrenaline rush of being, of how, of thinking of ways that they could do it without anybody finding out. You know what I say to people that, 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 that enjoy that? Go play a damn sport. Do that. If you need an adrenaline rush, go play sports. But you don't play with somebody's feelings and emotions and their love. You don't do that. Yeah. You got to be some sadistic and selfish mf -er to do that type of crap. Josh Bailey put in the comments, cheating is just plain selfishness. Yes, it is. Yeah, It yeah. is selfishness. And my sister, shout out to my sister, Sheila Mullen again. She said, I was so proud of you, Sharon, when you did that. Thank you, Sheila. It was hard. It was hard, but I had to do it. And I heard my sister, my mama, and my grandmama's voice in my head telling me, you don't ever let some man cheat on you. You, no. you, you, don't, don't, you, don't, you don't accept that. No, you don't accept that. I'm not accepting that. You know why? I deserve better because I am the chocolate and I deserve better and I will have better. I will not put up with sharing a man. When I lived in the, um, in the DMV area, that's the Metro DC area, yeah. Women were sharing men all over the place. It was crazy and knew about each other. Why? Because there were 15 single women to every single man. 
Fifteen to one. I I used to tell people, um, and sorry to be so blunt, but I ain't sharing no coochie. And uh, no, I ain't sharing no you know what either. I'm not doing that. But I don't. I'm not sharing even beyond the sex. I'm not sharing his heart either. I'm not doing that. So all this emotional connection with other women is no. I'm not sharing that. I'm the wife. If I'm going to be the wife or I'm going to be the girl, friend, fiance, whatever you want, a significant other, whatever you want to call me. If I'm going to be that, I'm going to be all that. And no one else is. Because I'm definitely going to have that reserve for you. So I expect it to be a two-way street. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Definitely, and then I think but, a, but since we was talking about... Um, people also need to think about this, though. Dennis, think about this, too. If you have a daughter, you're a man, you got a daughter. Would you want your daughter to go through that? No. Thank you. You'd be ready to do what to the man? You'd be ready kill to kill him. Yeah. Well, it's the same way with me, with my son. I dare a bitch to try to cheat on my son. I better not. She better not ever darken my door again ever don't want to see you don't let me find out because my son that's why he won't tell me a lot of what's going on because he knows i'm a little touched by that and and i mm -mm. that's just not how i wrote i'm telling you if if my sister my sister was married if i found out that her husband had cheated on her It would not have been a pretty thing. It would not have been nice, Dennis. Mm-mm. What you looking I, at now? What's next? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, we was talking about the beginning of relationships. One of the things I was thinking about, you know, being single, how do you feel? And, you know, I'm single too. But how do you feel about dating apps? Dating apps. Mm. Online dating, dating apps, you know, getting to know somebody. I don't know. Hey, in the comments, I want y'all to put in there how y'all feel about dating apps too. But um, I I've tried the uh, I've tried the Facebook app. Uh, back in the day, I tried BlackPeopleMeet.com. I've never mm-hmm. been on Tinder Kisses. I'm a Tinder. I call it Tinder Kisses. Tinder. I've never been on <laughs> Tinder, Tinder Kisses. Joshua Baby said swipe left. <laughs> that swipe left is a saver. Is a savior, uh, Josh. It's a savior. I, you know, I, I think um, if you have two people who are using the dating app, the way it's intended to work for reasons that they that it's intended intended for and they happen to meet up with each other i think it can be great for example one of my best friends one of my good friends i won't say her name because not everybody's business but she actually met someone on one of the dating apps i won't say which one and they met the first time that they met 
I believe they talked something like four hours straight. Wow. Within a week, they met up, you know, because they lived in cities that were pretty close to each other. They met up and went out. And as soon as they saw each other, they both told me they knew that the other one was the one. They immediately took their profiles down from the dating app and called each other, you know, their one. I believe one year after that, they got married. And now it's been, I think, four years. Yeah, because I've lost track of time the last few years. But I now believe that it's been four years and they're still married and going strong. That that doesn't happen all the time. That's not typical. No, that's not. But it happened for her. But the reason why it happened is because they were both there for the right reason. She had been through a couple of duds before him. Same type of scenario. They talked, they talked via the app. Then they talked on the phone. They met up and went out a couple of times. And then usually about the third date, the second or third date, something the other person would do something weird. And then she knew, nah, I'm talking to you no more. Yeah, I, I had that was feeling too. I was a better girl. Um, I got vibes. I got vibes of my ex. I said, oh, no, hell no. I don't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was she was giving me bad vibes, and I'm getting out of here. I don't want nothing to do with it. Then there was another girl I met. I knew she was lying. I was like, "How the fuck do I know you lying?" And I just met you. What the fuck? But you could just tell. Yeah, I, I knew she was. She was saying. Uh, uh, for an example, all right. For an example, uh. We would uh, we would be talking, and she would say some things like, "Oh, um, I'm about to get a hotel room and such and such." Oh, okay. The next thing you know, you hit it back. So, how the hotel room had up? What hotel room? What the fuck? <laughs> it, it just be little things like that. You'd be like, "What the hell?" Okay. All right. Yeah, what hotel room? Hmm. <laughs> That's what I said. So what were you what were you really doing when you got said you were getting a hotel room? All right. Hmm? Whatever you was doing, do what you do, baby. Do what you do. Don't do it with me. Do what you do. <laughs> so you cut, I needless to say, you cut ties with her. Yeah. Cut ties with a with a couple girls. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I had one situation where this girl canceled the date and we were supposed to go on. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, maybe I'm a, a selfish person. I don't know. You let me know once I tell you this. If you cancel the date we were supposed to go on, ain't you the one that's supposed to reschedule the new date? I would say so, yes. That's I, okay. That's what I was thinking too. So about a week went by. She never said nothing about going on another date, another rescheduling. The next week come by, she still ain't seen nothing about it. So I was like, all right, never mind. Stop talking to her too. Well, I don't blame you because I wouldn't. Let me tell you about this. Now, your your boy, Rashawn. Right. Time Rashawn, Rashawn. My said God. no. Said no. 
no, she wasn't supposed to reschedule the date. What you say to Sean? Oh, well, I would tell him that the fucker, he could go ahead and schedule for him. He's gonna be with him. <laughs> you tell him to him, go be with him. him. He th- Rashawn says some women think you you have to keep showing interest. That is uh-huh. true. And I am one of those women. But if I break the date, I'm gonna reschedule it with you. It's if I set up the date. If I invite no, you to go on a date with me and I set it up, no, and I, set I it broke up. it. Oh, you set it up? I set the date up. I had it all set oh, up. Oh, if you if you set the date up, then no, nah, not necessarily. I set it up, but I then agree you, with Sean. You, you, broke, you, you canceled. Yeah, I can't make it. Yeah, you canceled like I, I want to say it was like four hours before. Okay, well, I can't make it. You know what I would expect you to say? What? I would expect you to say, okay, that's fine. Well, maybe we can re- we can reschedule. How about next Saturday? That's no. what I would have expected you to say. Negative. No, I'm serious, Dennis, because you set it up. Okay. Now, if it was a date that I, I feel like the person who schedules the date, they are the primary person for the setup if it's canceled, no matter who canceled. But let's say you invite me to go to who Philadelphia play next? Uh, Atlanta Falcons. I invite you to go right. play the Falcons. So you invite me to go with you. Is it at Atlanta or is it at Philly? It's in Atlanta. Okay. So let's say you invite me to go meet you down in Atlanta and go with you to the Eagles Falcons game. Great. And the day before you trip and fall hurt yourself back out you can't make the trip or whatever and you cancel the date all right i'm gonna expect you to say hey after this back heel up though let's see if we can do something else and i'll say sure that's fine but i'm not gonna say to you I'm not gonna say to you, oh, that's too bad, Dennis. I tell you what, let's reschedule this for for October the 15th. I'm not gonna do that because this is your gig. This is your thing. Your thing. Well, see, but I just see you you're saying it a little wrong. Okay. See, Correct uh, me, dear. Let's say let's say I I'd say we're going on this, to the game, or whatever, and your back went out. You tripped so your back went out. Now you okay. had to let's say my back went out. Okay. Now your All back right. went out. I, so I, you invited I me set to up the date. Mm-hmm. I set up the I set up the date, but your back went out. You had to cancel. And the day before my back goes out, and I say, you know what, then I, I can't even make the flight or I can't even drive or however I'm getting there. My back is out. I just can't do it. I'm so sorry. No. Guess what I expect you to say? I'm You're so still sorry, expecting Sharon. me to say. I'm sorry, Sharon, you can't make it. But hey, I also got tickets to another game in October. Maybe we can do that. And I would say, yeah, let's try to play it by ear and see. Let's see. That's what I would expect. Well, you asked me. I didn't ask you to go. You asked me to go. And I'm yeah. just saying, hey, I, my back got hurt and I can't make it. 
I wouldn't say, hey, is there something else we can do in October? Or, or is there some other way we can do? I wouldn't say all that. And like Rashawn said, I do, women do think you need to keep showing your interest. Yes, you do. Because men are supposed to be, I don't like to use the word chaser. I don't like that word. But men are supposed to be the- We are um, the hunters. We are the hunters. Man, I don't like using that either, but it is true. That's a Steve Harvey word. Shout out to- uh, That was Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey, my guy. For that, because what he says about that is absolutely true. And to all the black people who are shaming Steve Harvey and saying he don't need to talk to them about relationships, you're crazy. I want, I want, so. I want relationship advice from somebody who's been there and messed up, and now knows what time it is. That's what I want. I don't want somebody who's always made all the right decisions supposedly in a relationship because they're living in a dreamland, fantasy world. <laughs> I don't want that. Mm-mm. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I, Rashawn said, Dennis has developed trust issues, one mess up and you done. What you say to Rashawn? I don't know if it's one mess up and you done, but it, no, nah, it's not. Cause I got, I'll be giving hope for a lot. He's he lying his ass off. I give a lot of hope out there. I'll be holding on to some shit I shouldn't even be holding on to. I can't say that. But it is it is to an issue where it's like three of them and I'm out the door though. Three? Yeah, three, three, strikes, three strikes you out? Yeah, three and I'm out the door. Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you lying, I'm out the door. If you lying and I know you lying early, no, I'm out. He said, Rashad said, you done been married like four times, though. I think he's talking about Steve Harvey. No, Steve Harvey's been married three times. He's been divorced twice, and he's on his third wife. And, uh, yeah, that's I want relationship advice for somebody who's been there, done that, and who has learned their lesson. That's the difference. I don't want relationship advice from somebody that's been married three or four times, and they haven't learned anything. They're still making the same mistakes. No. Wake up, Dennis. I'm not sleeping. Wake up. I'm not sleeping. (laughs) Yes, you are. You look like you're dead asleep. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, why is everybody bashing Steve Harvey? Like, I'm coming over. Oh my gosh. If he was was married. As a matter of fact, next side, Joan. We're going to have that as part of the topic. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay. But you know, I addressed that on one of my podcasts on Did You Hear What Chocolate Said? I remember that. Yeah, I addressed that. How people were bashing him about the verses. And I talk about some of the, I talk about all the reasons why, especially black people are against Steve Harvey. It's in my podcast. I laid it all out, all them reasons. And it's crazy. It makes absolutely no sense. My God, Steve Harvey. Rashawn said Harvey does have great advice, though. He be giving women the secrets. But see, these are these are not really secrets. The lessons that he put in his book, uh, act like uh, 
act like, act a, lady. like a woman, think like act think like, like a lady, a think like a man. Yeah. These are lessons my my grandparents and parents and sister taught me. I'm like, no, they, they, they're not. It's not y'all. Y'all raised by wolves or what? These are. I mean, this is just common sense stuff. He got a. He had a book. He did a whole uh, date nap. He did a whole lot of stuff mm -hmm. to help women learn what kind of man that they want. And some women still can't get it. I was just watching Steve Harvey earlier where he told his girl, he was like, um, he said, I, I set you up with, with four actors and one good guy. And I told you to pick two out of the five. Mm -hmm. Who did she pick was the two actors. The one good guy, she never even picked him. Why? Because she don't listen when she's on speed dates. He put on five mm -hmm. speed dates and he told her I think to I saw that too. make mm -hmm. sure she listened. And she wasn't listening. She fell in love with the with the with the big kid and the fake entrepreneur. <laughs> I think I saw that episode. And I was sitting there and I was like, dang. Yeah, but see, she's not typical. She's not a typical woman who's serious about a relationship. That's a lot of women. That, that's, that's, that was my um, conclusion from watching that episode. Um, she was more into the superficial and materialistics of it all. And that's what she got. That was her issue. But I'm going to turn the tables and change it, change it up just a little bit. For what we're talking about. Trisha Joy, shout out to Trisha. She's in the comments. She said, men these days want women to chase. Is that a true statement, Dennis? Then I'll tell you what I think. Well, I think that goes back to what we were saying before when we was talking about um uh you know the women that are out here proposing to men. And um yeah. We covered that on the last show, didn't we? Was it the last one? Or the, no, the show. No, the before one before last. The, the last yeah. show was goddamn that DJ made my day. My day. It was the one before that one. Shout out to DJ R&B and DJ J. Will. J. Will on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's, I, I wouldn't say it's 100% of that, but I would say it's like, like kind of, uh, uh, she, she's kind of right. She's kind of right. She is right. I agree. And I don't 100% agree, but I I do agree. I don't 100% agree. Let me, let okay, why only, why not 100%? Because there is so, there is a lot of guys out there that are chasing women. But then there well, is she like She didn't this. say all. She didn't say all men. But she's saying, what she's saying is that back in the old days, it was 100% men chasing women. Women weren't doing that type of thing. Now, there's a lot of men who expect the women to chase them. Why? Because there's more women out here. Like I was saying earlier, the 15 to one thing in Metro DC. So because they uh, are expecting women to because there's so many choices, they're expecting the women. To, I ain't got to chase these women out here. It's 15 of them to me. You're frozen a little bit. No, and, no. Um, oh, now you're back. Okay. And um, and um, they, they 
and sit back and oh, I'm going to let them chase me. She's right. She's not saying it's 100% of the men doing it, but there's a lot more doing it now than it used to be. And it's crazy to me. I'm not chasing the man. I'll be single forever before I do that. I'm not chasing. I'm not asking you out. I'm not asking you to date me. I'm not asking you to marry me. I'm not doing that. Now, I'm not saying I never have asked a man to go out. I'm not saying that, but not first. No. I'm definitely not buying you a drink first, and I'm not asking you out first. Not first. Right. But, it's, but see, That's a lot of... Happening. And this this is how... Sad to say. But this is how the disrespect in relationships have came with those decisions because men ain't used to women doing stuff like that. So when you're in a relationship and now you don't went to the bar and you out with your homies and some girl buys you a drink and, you know, comes and chase you, now you got a decision to make on do I disrespect my relationship or do I just, you know, go ahead and tell this girl, no, I can't do this. But ain't no girl ever did this for me before. So I don't know how to react to this certain situation. And now you develop what's called the side jump. Not. The side jump. The side jump. Now, mind you, she ain't good at that much ladies, stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain the side jump. That's the name of our show. Doesn't mean that me and Dennis have a side jump thing going on. Doesn't mean that. I just want to explain. That's not what he means. You can continue, Dennis. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of um, like I said, there's a lot of men that that fall for that. But those women, they usually ain't really good at too many things. But that that little bit right there, that little bit of chasing that they did, they have sex, and that's it. They can't cook, clean, do nothing else. Man. Can't do nothing else for you. That's all they're good for. It's usually all they're good for. Cooking. Why is cooking and cleaning so important to y'all and a woman? Let's hear that. That's a major thing in a relationship, cooking and cleaning. I don't know about anybody else, but cooking and cleaning. Why is, is, that, a, why is that a major thing? I don't think that you, I personally don't think that you should be cooking and cleaning all the time. No, we could rotate, but if you don't do it at all, it's like, whoa. Like, it's like, I don't need you cooking and cleaning no 365 days out of the year. Not even, you only had to do it 200. But if you don't do it at all, like, oh, no, I don't cook, I don't clean, like, whoa, that's a okay. problem. So so you're talking about the actual extreme, like those women who say, I don't know how to cook, right. and, I don't, and you notice that she doesn't clean. You're really talking, you're not talking about the average chick. You're really talking about the people, the women who just, don't cook and won't cook and don't know how and not interested in learning enough. Go call the Chinese store for you in a minute or she puts something in a microwave. Trisha Joy said, it's not important to you, Dennis. He, Trisha said you lying. Oh, there, <laughs> she there she go, Trisha Joy. Trisha, Shout put, to Trisha, put in there what you think Dennis is lying about. <laughs> Shout out to Trisha Joy. Trisha said, men marry girls that can't do shit. They leave their family. I know one that left their family. I know one. I know one guy, my ex-boyfriend. I won't say his name. But I'm sure he's not listening because 
he left everybody for his for his current wife and she keeps him away from his family and he allows it and he was tight with his family but, so i don't understand it huh the people that fall in love they fall in love with certain people with certain things Mm-hmm. Shout out to DJ Samuels talking about he coming up here and sharing gonna take me out. Man, please shut your mouth. Where y'all going to a Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens? We man? ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere with no Ravens fan. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'll introduce him to my friend Nikki. She's a Ravens fan. He can take her out. You know he's he coming out. up there with a purple hoodie on, so you might as well just put your black and yellow on. <laughs> I cut that purple hoodie, that purple hoodie up, cut it up right off his body. You cut his purple hoodie, he gonna, he gonna go crazy. Yeah, he'll be going crazy on his own because he better not put his hands on me. Ask my sister. He ain't gonna put his hands on you. He gonna go crazy. And it's probably, and it's probably a Joe Flacco hoodie, so it deserves to get oh, cut up. Oh Lord, oh Lord, no, he didn't say Joe Flacco. Lord, he is bad. Oh, with Joe Flacco as you are with Donovan McNabb. Both of y'all crazy. Both of y'all. Hey, no, not not no, not both of y'all. Not both of y'all. Both of y'all. Both. B O F. Both of y'all are crazy with them quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, this thing good. I I don't know. I don't know, Dennis. I just you frozen again. But I don't know. Uh I just um I don't understand the uh, the Steve Harvey hate. Like we were saying earlier, Sheila said that she loves Steve Harvey and his advice about several issues, including dating. Rashawn said Kevin Hart did a movie around it, two of them. Yes, they were based on Steve Harvey's book. Well, but that's, that's Steve Harvey's movie. Ain't, right. Ain't that's Kevin what Rashawn's talking about. But Kevin Hart was in them both. He did. But um, yeah, they were both based on Steve Harvey's book. And um, <laughs> BJ put hearts and fire up. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But anyway, Pittsburgh Steelers down with the Ravens. Don't care about them. Never heard of them. Shout out I to OG. Never heard, never heard of them. But um, I, I just, um, I don't know. It's, it's really scary to me the way these women are into this sharing men thing and it's really scary to me the way men still feel oh, like they should oh, be able well, to do all this cheating and the the the, 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 the cheating, and cheating and cheating and we should deal with it no hold on hold on hold on wait 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 those poly families i put in a different category they all those who, those who families in a relationship they all understand their relationship they all uh know what they came in for. They all there to, you know, help take, you know, take care of the household and make sure everything is straight. That's that's a whole different they're beating the government. They're beating the system over there. I, I like what they're doing. Are you they're talking about the polygamous family? Yeah, I call it poly life, yeah. Oh, see, no. No. They're they're over there. See, they're beating the system. I I like what they're doing over there. I don't. You know why I don't? You know why I don't like it? No, no, no. You know why I don't like it? Why you don't like it? Because I don't see a woman 
living with seven men, seven husbands. I seen a woman with three. No, no. In polygamy, in polygamy, it's specifically one man with several wives. It's I, not just, one woman I'm with several husbands. And that is sexist and foul. And I will never accept that. Well, you hear I've what seen I'm saying? Woman. I hear so what you're you saying. You might have seen it, but I'm saying the law on the books is about men with women, no, not women with men. I ain't worried about them laws. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just you talking. You gotta worry this. about it because you don't. You don't have it being accepted for the men to have several wives, but the women can't have several husbands. That's bullcrap. No, if if polygamy is the way to go. And damn it, how can you sit up there and say it's only the way to go when it's a man with multiple wives, but it can't be the opposite? Where they say that at? Where they do that at? Let me make sure I get this out of the way. I don't know if anybody was married. I can't sit here and say that part. They probably weren't. I don't know if any, and I mean, from the men that I've seen. Listen, my aunt had a husband and a boyfriend, but she wasn't married to both of them. She could only be married to one. If you watch that TLC or Bravo show, I don't know which channel station it is, about whatever that life, the man has like seven or eight wives and all them cheering, running around. He is married to every one of those women. Bullshit. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be cussing. It's bull. That's some bullshiggity. That's some frackle-knackle bull. Shout out to Michael Basin. That's some frackle-knackle BS. The so, Michael Basin. I do about Michael Basin. My sister said I'm right. The law is for men. You are right, Sharon, is what she said. Trisha Joy said, leave it to God, girl. Men don't know what they want. Can't control the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha to put it in God's head, boy. You know it's bad when you, when you just got you just give up. Nah, I can't do nothing with this. I'm putting it in God's hand. Gotta put it in your hands, Lord, because I can't. There's nothing else we can do with with y'all. Y'all don't know what you and, and she's right about that. Y'all, y'all don't know what y'all want half the damn time. But that's okay. It ain't just us. It ain't just us. Okay. I'm just gonna keep it like that. It ain't just us. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Who is it? It ain't just us. I don't Who is think it, Dennis? Is it is it, is it the women that don't know what we want either? No. It ain't just us. There's a is bunch it the of women too. There's a bunch of confused people out here. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of them. Whole bunch of them. Trisha Joy said that Dennis Holmes is only for that polygamy because it favors men. That's what she said. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I'm for the polygamy. Let me get my story out, all right? Here's the reason why I'm for it. It's because there is multiple streams of income coming to one household. That's the reason why I'm for it. That's what you said. That's what you said. But if that were the case, if it was all of about the streams of income, then why aren't you out here hollering for it to be one woman with multiple men? 
I said, you're not hollering about you being for it, though. No, no, no. There's only going to be one sausage in my house. I ain't, no. See? That's what I'm talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'm so not Trisha, Trisha, Trisha is right. Trisha I'm, is I'm, right. I'm, I'm no, not. No, no. I said, I love what they're doing over there. I never that's said I was going to be in it. I'm going to say this again. I didn't say you said you're going to be in it. I why, said, would I worry, why would I worry about what's going on? Listen, why would I worry about listen to what I'm saying. Just like you said you like what they're doing over there in the poly life right. when it's men with several women, then you should feel the same way if it was one woman and several men. And you just told me no. No, you said for me, would I, no. I want to be with one, not with you. one woman? I mean, anybody. No, not oh, you. I didn't say you. Me, I said I, I, anybody. I the wrong I way. said anybody. Let me rewind that. I thought you was talking about me. This is what well, I in that example, I said you because no, you were saying me, you. Because you were saying you. And so I said no. Well, then you should be comfortable with the opposite. I said you should be comfortable with the opposite, not no, you doing it. I mean, comfortable with other people doing it. No, I thought you said would I be in the opposite. No, that was different. no, no, no. No. Now, I'm definitely comfortable with it. I ain't got no problem with no girl having eight, nine, ten. Should I know girls that got ten men now? Shit. Yeah, ten men, but not ten husbands. That's my point to you, Dennis. Don't be take, taking me back in this damn circle. You know what I'm saying to you. Well, listen, I don't know. No, first of all, you always no, do that to me. You make me have to work for it. Paris, you man. do this to me all the time. You take me all the way around. You because know I, what the I, hell I'm saying. You be making it seem like I be saying things. They'd be just doing me, and I'd be like, no, nah, what I'm trying to tell you. No, is, no, I don't, I don't know what's going on in that circle completely. I can't I can't speak on that 100 percent Joy said Dennis did 59 shows on this topic. Yes, right. He has this, Trisha. He knows exactly what he's saying. I ain't buying this crap from you. You know good and well you are pro one man with multiple wives, but you are not pro one woman with multiple husbands. You would not I'm be not, in, not, you would not well, like that. I would not have a problem you, with a woman. Having, and for you personally, you would be okay with having multiple wives and just you. I would be what? But you wouldn't be comfortable with the opposite. I'm asking. No, I wouldn't would be. You? Not, let, me, let me keep it real. I'm not dealing with all the attitudes. I'm not doing that. I, I just need one woman. That's all I need. I'm not dealing with all the attitudes. Okay. I'm kidding. So it's the attitudes. And That's what it's I, about. First of all, I only, only had one wife and one baby mom. All right. And that was too much. I'm not built on her. Okay, Dennis. <laughs> okay. Say what you say what you want. Let's talk about facts. I got one and one wife and one baby mom. That is it. <laughs> That's too much for me. You can say what you want. Dennis, this, Dennis, that. What's this fact? Well, he got my one sister. Woman. My sister asked you a question. She said, Dennis, how many women you want since you since you owe? Wait a minute. How what do, how many women you want since you like Polly? He's saying he don't like Polly, did Sheila. 
that he don't he don't want to do poly. That's that's what he's saying now. He don't he don't like poly. He don't want poly for himself. He don't want poly. Like uh, let me put it to you like this. When we was talking the other day, let me let me break it down to you. When we was talking the other day, and we said how people you know need a place to stay. They come to your house. If people yeah. came to my house, if people came to my house, need a place to stay, but they had a stream of income coming to my house. Damn the poly, I ain't we worried about no sexual things. I'm cool with that. Now we got multiple streams of income coming in one household. I'm cool with that fact. Let me get just get this out of the way of what I mean when I'm saying, all right? Because y'all taking this into a whole other Dennis one fool and then no, I don't. Trisha just said you flat out lying. Trisha done put it in the comments again. He lying. How was every show on this topic? Every other show on this topic. <laughs> let me let me put it to you like this. Trisha right here, Trisha Joy is whatever Trisha Joy thinks is true. That's just what it is. It ain't nothing. Opposite, <laughs> right? It was Trisha Joy way or the highway. God damn it. I see her Facebook post. It's Trisha Joy way or the highway. <laughs> and I'm gonna write that in the 2MW on the Facebook post. Trisha Joy way or the highway. That's gonna be the hashtag. Shout out to Trisha Joy. Shout 2MW out Trisha Sports 360. Card Chaos, man, Trisha Joy is a multimedia powerhouse woman. She really is. She giving you the business this morning, Dennis. <laughs> Don't forget she's a hell of an actor, too. I seen her on that goddamn yes. Six Flags. She's a hell oh, of an actor. She crazy. She crazy. She did a good job, man. Damn good job on that commercial. She said every show she tune in, second topic on Polly. How did we even start talking about Polly? Oh, you mentioned it. Yeah, oh. you brought it up. Yeah, I didn't bring this up. You brought it oh. up. Because I always think that they beat the system. I always, I, I, that's why I say I like it. They are beating the system. Well, I'm not beating the system with multiple women in the household sleeping with one man. So what if you have multiple men in the household? You can't. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> I don't listen. Listen, no, I'm no, I'm serious. Now my sister can vouch for this. She's known me my whole life. I have always been a one man woman since birth. I just have been like that. That's why I told you I've never had a one night stand. I'm just not like that. I'm not one to just sleep around and do all that. I'm just not that person. I was not born that way. Okay. I want one man at a, a time and I'm not changing up men a lot. When I get a man, I keep a man for years, for long periods of time. I'm not in these quick, fast and hurry relationships. I'm just not that person. No, ain't no way I could never have more than one husband. I can't even have more than one interest. I'm usually only interested in one man at a time. That's just how I, I made up. Wow. And I know I'm not like I'm I'm unique. Most people aren't like me. I got that. But that's just how I'm wired. I'm wired and I can't change it. I tried and couldn't do it. You tried? I envy some try in my mind. You know what I'm saying when I say tried. Okay, let me see if I can actually let me, let me, let me see if I can actually like someone else at the same time is what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about the sleeping around. I ain't tried that. When I think you saying tried, I'm thinking like you uh you may have taken a number. You know what I mean? 
and then you was like, nah, I ain't calling that motherfucker. No, I, I ain't even do that. Nope. When I'm with somebody, the taking the number thing is not doesn't work for me. Do I get asked? Yes. The whole time I was in relationships with my boyfriends, other men hit on me all the time. And my answer was always no. There's no tent, there was no hesitation. I don't care how fine he was, or how much money he had, or what he did, or how smooth he was. The answer was always no. Without hesitation. And it was never any regrets. Like I, I'm, I didn't call my friend up, but ooh, girl, I told him six notes, and ooh, I wanted to give him my number so bad. No, <laughs> no, it's just I'm just not made that way. Still say no. Mm -mm, I'm just not. That's because you had respect in your relationship. I have respect in my relationship. If I'm with you, that means I respect you. I'm not going to be with you if I don't respect you. And I'm not going to be with you if you don't respect me. That's just the way it is. What else you going to say about it? Mr. Polly. Mr. Liking the polio, like Mr. Liking the poly over there because they got multiple streams of income. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the poly people for beating the system over there, man. They doing these things. They're not beating the system. They beat the system. They don't. They don't, no, they're not. They, they don't have to get married to have multiple streams of income in the house. They could just have borders and have multiple streams of income in the house. That's why I said at least they should be. If not, then they, they, they just bullshit. Trisha <laughs> keeps saying you lying. I don't know what she's saying you lying about now. I, I, don't, I really don't. I don't know. We have to have Trisha on the side, Joan, to come talk to you. Yeah, one day. We're going to call I'm it office hours. We're going to call it office hours. We're going to have Trisha Joy come on. And BJ, we'll have BJ and Trisha. That's what we'll have. Oh, hell no. We, oh. Yeah, we'll have BJ and Trisha come on. Shout out to BJ with the What's Next pod, pod, I mean, uh, podcast. Yeah, that What's Next is, is deep. But I find it very interesting. He hasn't he hasn't had women on there. I think he needs, needs a uh -oh. woman to talk about mothers and sons. That's what I was telling him. He did he did a show on fathers and daughters. It was wonderful. But I think that he should have some women come on and talk about mothers and sons with the with the panel that he normally has. Not instead of, but have them stay on there, but have some women, like maybe two, since it's four of them, have two women come on and talk about mothers and sons. Because I would love to be one of those women to talk about me and my son. Because I tell you the story. Our my story is pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. My sister uh, said Polly implies an intimate relationship with the adult dwellers. Maybe you should say roommates. And I agree. It ain't got to be Polly to have multiple streams of income. We can just be roommates and beat the system. I did say that when I said people need to work with Oh, you did? I didn't hear you. Sorry. 
when I said the people need somewhere to stay and they come live with you as long as they got some income. Oh yeah. Well, no, I was what I was saying to you is that these people about to get evicted out here because they ended the moratorium. And I'm like, if some if I know somebody personally that needs someplace to stay, I don't have I have to piss in and window to throw it out of, but I got a place and they can come and stay here and lay, lay on my couch till they get themselves together. I mean, this is just a scary thought. They're gonna, if I know friends that's gonna be evicted and have nowhere to go, that is just scary to me. And if they if they just need a couch to lay on, somewhere clean, dry, and warm, then I may have to tell them to come on over here in this crowded place and, and at least they'll be safe from the elements. Well. I want to thank everybody for coming out this morning and watching the side John. We, we damn sure did go over time. But that's okay. You know, we have no limits. We have no limits. Remember, nothing is off limits on the side John. We like to keep it an hour, but hey, if it doesn't and we vibing, it's okay. That's why we do it in the morning. No deadline. You heard what she said. That was the chocolate. I am the Anything of Podcast. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless. Good day.